Hello and welcome to Can't Be Killed Confessions. My name is Terry Smith and I have a confession to make. I love Magic the Gathering so much, I almost traded my van for four cards. Alright, so let me take you back. I was 16 years old. I started living with my sister. My mom left the state and I didn't know what to do with myself. So me and my friends decided, hey, let's start playing Yu-Gi-Oh cards again. That's a story for a different time, but it's how we get there, okay? So Yu-Gi-Oh cards, that's right, spiky hair, your move, people screaming at the top of their lungs with two fr frames of animation. We just decided we needed more of that in our life, so we got back into it. And we found that it wasn't up to snuff. It wasn't as fun as we found it when we were 10 or 12. So what did we do? We packed it up and we decided to learn a life trade instead. No. What we did was we reached out to our friends who also played trading card games and we said, we need something better. And they said, here, try something called Magic the Gathering. We got some hand-me-down cards from an uncle and we started playing and it blew my mind. It changed my life. <laughs> I decided this and only this would be my obsession. Um, obviously, I have found other obsessions, but Magic the Gathering has never been dethroned as one of my main ones. I still play Magic the Gathering almost every single day. Thank you, Magic the Gathering Arena, and and online as well. Um, it's an amazing, amazing game. Uh, <laughs> but it has everything that a young man needs, like uh, addiction and being able to spend all of your money and time on it. You can build decks, you can trade cards, you can collect, you can spend every waking moment developing strategies as well as spending every dime you've ever made and that's what i proceeded to do so i was receiving some funds from social security from my father passing away a few years before i had a part-time job and i had some savings this is what i used to help pay rent when i was living with my sister and i decided it would be better if i lived in a van and played more magic the gathering so i told my sister peace out i'm leaving <laughs> And was the motivation purely Magic the Gathering? Of course not. It was money to then spend on Magic the Gathering. So I started living in a van down by the river, quite literally, so I could spend more money on Magic the Gathering, which I did. Uh, so the part-time job, the social security, the savings, now no more rent. So I started living in this van, and I started going to a local... Um, you know, board game store. Mostly it was a Magic the Gathering shop. They sold some comic books out front, but its main revenue source was Magic the Gathering. And probably I made up like 20% of that revenue. Um, every Wednesday I would go there to play in tournaments, spending 5 to $10 in entry fees and then packs to build up my decks. And then I'd play in the tournament. If you won, you won some store credit. You won... Uh, rare cards, you won some packs, but mostly it was just there to have something to focus on. I would spend money, play cards, trade with other people, but I didn't like trading because that got rid of my collection, so mostly I spent all of my hard-earned dollars. On top of the Magic the Gathering cards, there was also a Pizza Hut wing stop nearby, so I would eat 50, 50, 5-0 boneless chicken wings while spending the rest of my money on the Magic of the Gathering cards, get into my van, go, and sleep. 
Uh, eventually, this wore thin. You can't live in a van and go to high school. People notice. So I started renting a house with some of my closer friends who also were spending a lot of money and playing a lot of Magic the Gathering. <laughs> um, so this house was just like almost like the house from Fight Club, and we were just playing Magic the Gathering. There was piles of cards where we were, had half-built decks every, in every single room. Don't touch that. That's going to be my red deck. Don't touch that area. Um, try to step around it in the bathroom. That's my blue deck. Um, it was crazy and insane, but I loved it. I lived for it. So I would leave school Wednesdays, go to the tournament, and then they started doing Friday tournaments, and then they started doing Saturday tournaments and Sunday tournaments. And now almost every single day of the week, I was eating 50 <laughs> wings and playing Magic the Gathering. Uh, it was safe to say my obsession had reached a peak. And this was every day. If I wasn't playing, I was trying to trade. If I wasn't trading, I was building a new deck. I was studying online. I put more time and effort into Magic the Gathering than I think I had done anything up until that point. It actually helped me learn to focus on something. And the obsession has led to really good things in my life. Like, now I write. But at the time, I learned Magic the Gathering. <laughs> so, now, picture me. 16, 17, spending all of my money on Magic the Gathering, and I still have this beat-down van. My mother picked it up for something like $400, $500 before she had moved, and it was probably my most valuable possession if you did not count my heaps of comic books and Magic the Gathering cards. Um, and at one point, I knew a man who was trying to get a new vehicle for his father. And he had some very rare cards, a card called Jace the Mind Sculptor. Now, this was a very special card at the time because it kind of broke the game. Uh, very quickly, it became the best card. You would put it in your deck even if you couldn't legally play it because you could play it and get rid of somebody else's card. So everybody wanted it. It was worth a couple hundred dollars a piece. If you got one that was foil or holographic or shiny, whatever you called it colloquially, it was worth almost double that. So you have a card that at times of the week is worth $200, $250 per. And a set in Magic the Gathering is four cards. So you're looking at upwards of close to a grand some days. And my van was not worth a grand. Nothing I had was worth a grand. Maybe my full collection was worth close to that. And probably a little bit higher because I bought the copious amounts of those cards. But I didn't have Jace the Mind Sculptor. It was a blue card. I played red, which was like lightning bolts and attacking and, and aggro, as they call it. It was just me beating down my opponent really quickly. Jace was all about playing it smart. And I was not smart. Clearly, I was spending all of my money on Magic the Gathering. <laughs> So, at one point, I needed a playset. I was going to play in a tournament, and I thought it would be good to have as a backup, a defense mechanism. So, I thought, maybe I should buy more packs to try to pull, as we called it, you know, open a pack, and get Jace the Mind Sculptor. I wasn't having any luck. Uh, eventually, I was able to get one, but I traded it for wings, literally. And then I was approached by a guy who was looking for a vehicle for his father, like I said. And he said, hey... I heard you have a van that you're not super attached to, which I don't know how that got out. I lived in my van. I was very attached to it, literally sometimes. And uh, he said, hey, how about this? Almost jokingly, how would I trade you for Jace the Mind Sculptors for your van? And because of my obsession, because of this tournament coming up, and I had a ride to the tournament, I was going to carpool, I said, you know what? Yeah, you have your dad come in, I'll sign it over, you give me four of those, because they're worth about $1,000 at the time. And my van, I, I think on a good day, maybe $700. Um, but I could buy a new car, 
probably if I sold those after the tournament. Or perhaps I would rank high enough to get some money. This was a cash tournament at the time, and I was doing pretty well when it came to playing the cards. Um, I thought maybe there was a chance. Again, this is that gambling, almost addict-type notion where it's like, hey, if I put it all on the line, bigger rewards. Trade my van, get these cards, win this tournament, buy better van, etc., so forth. Mostly in my head it was, hey, more cards. <laughs> So it was all supposed to go down at the Wednesday night tournament. I go in, I took second place in the Wednesday night tournament. I'm feeling very, very good. I'm hyped up for this trade, except I was supposed to go with my friend John, and John didn't go that week. And that meant I did not have a ride home. See, as you've listened to any of these podcasts, I lived in the middle of nowhere in a town called Hillman, which was about 45 to 30 minutes away from where we had to go to this card shop to play Magic the Gathering. So if I didn't have a ride home, there was nothing I could do. I would be living on the street, which I know I am accustomed to, but I normally slept in the van. (laughs) If I traded the van, I would have no place to sleep, and that I was not accustomed to. So... Um, the man shows up with his father, the deal is ready to go down, the shop is closing for the night, the mall where it was centered was closed, there was no one that I was remotely friends with enough to to crash with, to find a ride with, my friends didn't come that week, so I was looking down the barrel (laughs) of just deciding, do I trade my van my my one pe- my one like I would say prize possession other than my my cards for this opportunity and that's when it I it dawned on me I was addicted to this game I was obsessed and I still love the game uh, but that was the moment I learned I was like hey this is stupid <laughs> what I was about to do was dumb monetarily maybe not maybe I could make it work out but was it worth spending the night on the street for to potentially have this money to potentially put it on the line again this is my car this is my vehicle this is what i used to get to work what i used to get to school what what was my home at certain points in my life and i was going to trade it for four pieces of cardboard four rare and you know valuable pieces of cardboard but still this is my thought process this is what i was going to do and honestly, if I would have had a ride that day, I probably would have done it. I pro- probably would have continued to spend almost all of my money on Magic the Gathering cards and on wings, <laughs> which I still spend a lot of money on, but I don't spend a lot of money on Magic the Gathering anymore. Um, mostly it was because of that night. I also met a girl and got married and had children, and they're more important to me than Magic the Gathering. But it also made me realize that I had that it, that fully addictive personality where I would make dangerous decisions based on a hopeful outcome. And that's that's a slippery slope. That's a sketchy thing. But uh, Magic the Gathering can be dangerous. Um, originally, I, I believe it was created to kind of ward off some gambling. It was almost meant to be a deterrent. Here, gamble with these cards instead of playing poker or something like that. I, I don't know if that's true. I, that was something you would hear while playing, again, copious amounts of Magic the Gathering. But it was dangerous. And I, I still love the game. I Honestly, if I had more money, I probably would play more. I probably wouldn't play digitally. I'd play it in person once the pandemic ended and spend lots of money and lots of time. But instead, I still have a vehicle. In fact, I have two now. I no longer have that van, but I think about it sometimes. Whenever I'm going to make a really, really stupid decision, I just think about that night I was going to spend on the street holding on to four cards instead of my vehicle, my home. And uh, I don't do that thing. (laughs) I think, would an idiot do that? And if so, I don't do that. 
Um, but thank you for listening to me ramble about Magic the Gathering cards. This has been Can't Be Killed Confessions. I am Terry Smith. If you want to follow me on any of the different social medias, I'm at Resident Stevel on almost everything. You can follow Can't Be Killed uh, Confessions and Can't Be Killed Creations as a whole on almost all platforms at Can't Be Killed Creations or Can't Be Killed Pod. Um, if you want to drop a buck or two, if you want to hear more of this stuff, early bonus shows like this, you can head on over to patreon.com slash can't be killed creations. You know, all of the, the money and support helps keeping the lights on. And if you want to email and complain about this or give kind words, you can email us at can't be killed creations at gmail.com. And I have no more plugs. Thank you so much for listening. This has been can't be killed confessions. And I'm out.